0: Hello, OddPod listeners. Um, So this interview you're about to hear was actually recorded before the interview with Peggy Tenderass, and I was not able to listen to the audio before the interview with Peggy. So it actually has a similar problem to um, the episode that you heard before this one. Um, And at least this time, the problem is sort of reversed where you can't really hear my voice as well. Um, but you can hear Eleanor talking about Levique really well, which is great. And she's great. So you should definitely listen to this whole interview. She's awesome. Um, and I've done my best, uh, once again, to sort of remedy the problem. So you can mostly hear what I'm saying, but you know, no one needs to hear my loud laugh a whole lot. So, um, that's fine. Um, but I think I've narrowed down the problem and hopefully the next episode that you hear should sound a little more normal. So thanks. before I say somebody's name. I'm like, I'm going to say it 1,000% wrong. Um, <laughs> you're with Eleanor Leskew of Levique. Um She is the front woman, the trombone-playing, singing front woman of Levique. Um, and uh has a performance at The Hungry Brain uh, on August 8th. Um, welcome.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Hello.
0: Um, so I wanted to ask you... Um, so how did Le Beek originally come about? It's you and two other players.
1: Yes. Um, well, I don't know if you remember. Uh, they're actually still around. The good old 30-piece punk rock marching band, Muka in town. Um, yes. Uh, so I started that band with several others back in 2004. And uh, Mark Messing, uh, being the band leader, and I pretty much managed the band for the first seven years. Awesome. So when I left Mukapatsa, um, I, was, I was needing to do something that was my own musically. Um, I had spent so many years fostering, nurturing, and participating in that awesome collective. Um, but I was ready to write some of my own music and, and get that sort of egg of material out of my body (laughs) um this is kind of like birth I guess um not really um so yeah this it started as sort of a song cycle um very personal songs uh sort of addressing mental health issues um feelings of otherness um and also dealing with some of the things the world's problems problems of society um yeah, uh, mass shooting, mass incarceration—real fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, I, you know, I s- thought, oh, the best thing after a thirty-piece band would be to have a solo act—that would be logical. But as I was pulling the material together and writing, I, I really was um, inspired to call my old friend Pat Davici, who is a great bass player. And uh, we've collaborated in the past on a variety of different projects. So we started to flesh out these songs, and it was really the material that's on our album that just came out in May uh, called Dancing. Uh, It's, uh, you know, really took about five or six years to coalesce. We finally recorded it in 2018, and, and it was released a couple months ago. Um, So, yeah, that's where we come from. Uh, Great drummer we brought in, George Lawler, just to give it a little more rock and power. Yeah, Um, because some of this is pretty rockin', uh, and I have a background there. uh. So, yeah. It is very rockin'. It's very rockin'. I've listened to the album, so. (laughs) Um,
0: To, um, I would say, I mean, apart from it being, like, rockin', to someone who's never been like to one of your shows, who hasn't heard the album yet, how would you kind of describe your style, like your overall aesthetic?
1: Well, I struggle with that honestly, and I'm I'm always asking people. So, how would you describe this? Um, because uh, you know, I I break it down simply, mostly when like a colleague will ask me, "Oh, what's it like?" I'll say, "It's rock and roll." <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, because people, when they hear trombone, they expect jazz or ska or second line or whatever it is that they have a history with right. in regards to trombone. Uh, sad trombone, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> so great, it's a really awesome, versatile instrument. Yeah. As a fellow, like, tenor instrument player, <laughs> like, I think it's very great. Um, well, Can you tell me where the name, it's a made-up name. Uh, I, uh, it's kind of a mashup of my last name and Patrick's last name, uh, Lescu and Davici, um, we were gonna call the band Shh, like with a lot of S's and H's and exclamation <laughs> points. But as I got online and I was starting to you know think about having a website, I realized that the exclamation points wouldn't translate and uh, nobody was gonna be able to, to figure out how to spell that. And there are all kinds of bands with that name already. I wasn't the first to think Onomatopoeia would be cool. So, branding
0: wise to get like the right number of exclamation
1: points. And nobody would ever get it right. Yeah. yeah. So then I thought, well, maybe I'll just go with a different name that no one will ever get right. Uh, my last name's like that, uh, Mucopazza yeah. was like that, uh, and yeah, we just made it up, I thought it sounded cool, rhymes with awesome. très chic, you know, Levik. and I think it just kind of uh, expresses our personality, um, yeah. I
0: like it, yeah, it has sort of a, like a, a chic, like sharp sound to it, that, I don't know, <laughs> you just remember that the k comes before the q
1: oh thanks that's, for thank you for that I, i'll remember I that. that k before q i
0: kept writing it down i'd be like Is it the k or the q that comes first <laughs> <laughs> um and i like how where did this kind of um like tagline that i see everywhere like don't give up celebrate life with sad songs where did that come from
1: Oh, uh, that came from my heart. <laughs> um, I know, like, in my own personal journey with mental health and um, just yeah, talking to other humans across the world, um, music can, can be a very healing thing. Um, and for me, it's not just uh, the listening to music, but it's also the performance. It's the writing. Um And even just the jamming out with your friends in the attic or whatever, wherever you do it. Um, So that's where that comes from. And I think this project is very much a a celebration of life and continuing to uh, fight for life, I guess, in some ways. Very positive. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the, you know, the lyrical material can get pretty dark and sometimes angry or sad. Um, so I think it's important to put that out there up front, like yeah. this, we're, we're celebrating, we're going to be dancing, yeah. uh, we're going to be having fun, but we're going to talk about serious stuff.
0: Yeah. You can't have one without the other. I mean, I guess one could technically, but I think it's better to are together. Um, <laughs> um, so I want to talk about your sound a little bit. It's, um... It's interesting because uh, in some ways it's sort of uh, stripped down a little. And we sort of, I mean, you sort of touched on this a little bit, how you initially conceived it as like um, more of a solo project and, and then kind of changed your mind and decided to bring in a couple more people. Um, it's sort of an interesting stripped down sound in a way, not like, you know, there isn't, you have these two instruments that, at least like with trombone, it's sort of like a tenor somewhat bass-ish range, mm-hmm. um, and then you have bass, and those are the only two, like, you know, pitched instruments that you're working with, and then the only thing that's really kind of covering the high end at all is your voice. So, I mean, I guess I'm I'm wondering, um, like, do you consider your voice to be sort of a part of, like, the instrumental range within the band, or do you kind of like more of a low-end heavy sound in
1: general, or... Yes. <laughs> um, I uh yes, I'm uh trained as a vocalist and as a trombonist. Um uh most of my formal training, my degree uh came from trombone and just sort of general music studies. Um I Have always gravitated towards the bass clef and the tenor clef even though my reading is really poor (laughs) we're getting too nerdy now Um, but yes uh, that tenor range uh, I remember being in choir and singing the tenor part in the Handel's Messiah Um, so I have often been singing tenor because there's never enough guys in the choir kind of thing Um, so that was sort of my growing up experience but yeah, I mean, when you listen to a song, what do you hear? Usually the melody I've been laughed at by colleagues several times, because I hear the weird tenor line is the melody in my head, right? <laughs> you know, I'm not even kidding. It's yeah. like, that's what I hear first. I feel
0: like I'm a little bit the same way being a cellist. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, obviously some, it's the same sort of like tenor range thing where sometimes we get the melody, but so much of it it is like very bass oriented.
1: I also just, you know, back to the sound question, I, um, you know, I grew up listening to all kinds of different stuff from um, jazz, Billie Holiday, Nina Simone, Jack Teagarden, JJ Johnson, Curtis Fuller. um, So altos and tenors, Sarah Vaughan, for instance, um, but also um, to a lot of rock music. So like Susie and the Banshees and PJ Harvey and uh, Little Nirvana here and there, uh, Black Sabbath. So a lot of these artists that I've mentioned, they have a really bassy, heavy sound. So I think that's where it comes from. I like New Wave, too. There's a little of the the sort of poppy stuff. David Byrne uh, is definitely an inspiration lyrically. Yeah. Uh, But yeah that's kind of where the sound comes from all over the place. Yeah.
0: It's like it's simultaneously like a big heavy sound but at the same time not like thick and like dense in terms of like orchestration.
1: Yeah, I really kind of I'm I don't really know too much about the um about art history or anything, right. but I kind of <laughs> s- strive towards minimalism, not in an academic meaning of that word, right. but um just sort of uh the sparse instrumentation, um, the drummer was always joking, like, I feel like I have to fill all of the spaces, uh, George Lawler is our drummer, um, and uh, I was like, oh, no, you don't have to fill all the spaces, the yeah. space is intentional, yeah, um, I like it. yeah. I like it thank you, thank you. And I feel, I, I, if- I feel like I've, I've run into people who are sort of resistant to that idea,
0: too, like, especially in a, a pop setting, and I know you're more like the rock side, but in a, or just popular music in general.
1: Oh, I'll take it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think sometimes uh, people kind of associate, like, higher production value with something that sounds bigger and more dense, and, like, there are just more components, and I think there's a lot to be said for, like, the stripped-down, kind of minimal sound, minimal, as, as you've
1: yeah and you know like for performance wise we were we've done I've done solo performances of some of this material and uh the bass player and I have played as a duo a couple times as well so we do we do even get more more minimal (laughs)
0: question do you ever because it occurred to me because I sing and play cello at the same time but you can't you can't sing and play trombone at the same time it's physically impossible as far as I know I'm
1: is something something you don't know um I I can't personally do it I'm it's it's a goal uh (laughs) But uh, my friend Nick Brosty, who's an amazing trombone player, he does this thing where he can sing sort of gutturally and produce chords oh through the trombone. So in that sense, he is singing and playing trombone at the same time. Do
0: so you wish you could do that? Or is it more just like, it'd be cool if I could do
1: that? Uh, I, it would be cool if I could do that. Right. I'll work towards it for sure. <laughs> uh, another guy I know who does that is Lance Loisel on the sousaphone. Uh, I hear him do yeah. these uh, harmonics. It's, it sounds really cool. Obviously, I need to do a deeper dive. Into- <laughs> uh, throat singing and brass playing. Yeah, I, I mean, I dabbled in piano. I took lessons as a kid and stuff, and I could never do the singing and playing at the same time. That is a... Like, that
0: seems really hard. Well, especially because... Or
1: drumming. Can you imagine working your left, right, hands, feet, yeah and your voice well, not me at the
0: same time i can only do like i can't do like crazy rhythms or anything on cello and like i'm i'm somebody who likes crazy rhythms but i can't sing and play like different crazy rhythms at the same time.
1: Like, that would be bananas i don't know how people do Yeah, I mean, I even struggled just with the left hand, right hand, playing independently on the um, piano. So with the trombone, it's great. You know, I just hold it with one fist, and I move the slide with the other fist. No manual dexterity required.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you ever, uh, would you say that you feel like, a rock musician who like her instrument happens to be trombone or do you feel like a trombonist who um or trombonist slash vocalist i guess who um who uh, plays rock music like do you feel like you are more one thing than the other thing or i mean are they like pretty much
1: intertwined does that make sense yeah uh it does make sense okay. um i I consider myself a performer. Okay. Uh, Absolutely. And I guess in that sense, probably more on the rock musician side. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, I guess I sell myself short the way many women do in uh, a male-dominated field. Um, So I haven't really, like identified as a trombone player uh you know going to jam sessions and stuff I often find I just won't play yeah carry the stupid horn all the way there and I won't I won't have the guts to or the courage to get up on stage and do it I'm intimidated yeah so yeah I guess I'm I feel like more of a rock musician because I'm that's where my confidence lies yeah Um, and
0: trombone is sort of like your vehicle for making rock music
1: yeah trombone is my cross to bear in life (laughs) (laughs) honestly i mean sometimes i think if i could just get rid of this but i uh, (laughs) I love it too much it's your (laughs) it's your buddy uh i you know i sometimes i occasionally feel that way
0: about cello and i'm like why did i play bass or something you know like like electric bass or something but um yeah I feel you <laughs> <laughs> I think trombone's pretty cool though and honestly like it boggles my mind that you can like play notes by like this Do I, I mean this is an audio format so people can't see me like flailing like an idiot but um like, just like sliding Bost is moving her right arm slide, <laughs> <laughs> like doing a slide at like very specific positions to make very specific notes like that boggles my mind
1: yeah, I don't feel like they're very specific at all. <laughs> it's you feel like, like they're pretty well, specific. I'm sure specific. it's the same on cello. You don't have frets, right? That's true. So you might have <laughs> stickers for your small children <laughs> students. But, yeah, babies. it's just kind of like yeah. depending on the humidity, it could be anywhere today. That's true. That's yeah. very true. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, do you ever feel like you get in uh, – I don't know. I, I sometimes wonder, especially like there – uh much fewer um much fewer like female uh like very visible like brass players honestly mm-hmm. um like out there playing live music obviously they're there but it's just like they're not necessarily making it to the fore because it's just like a male dominated thing and um do you ever feel like you get like flack from like male brass players being somebody who's like a
1: very visible like female brass player yeah, I I only feel like I've gotten flack once. I went to this what party. Did? It was all musicians. And uh-huh. this guy was like, what do you play? And you're like, trombone, like, Trombone. <laughs> and, he, and he looked at me and he said, well, most trombone players have a little ring above their lip. Oh, my I was like, what God. is this? A litmus test to get into the party? I was so mad. I wanted to leave right away. That's but I That's so gross. Friends. He's probably <laughs> really bad, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's a bass player, and he does very well, but Ugh, he was not nice that day. He sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, oh, but that's the only time I've really felt like I've gotten flat. Well, like I'm The glad. Chicago community is so Chicago supportive. Co- yeah, I would and say I, that it, yeah. I had a really amazing teacher here. Audrey Morrison was my mentor. I took lessons with her through college. Wow. And I've met some really great female trombone players. Well, that's really so, wonderful. Yeah. And also she has a great name, so, um, <laughs> yeah, she does.
0: Um, so, uh, what can people, uh, kind of expect from your show
1: at Hungry Brand? Are you doing a lot of stuff like off of
0: the, off of the new album? Yep.
1: Yeah, um, I think, well, uh, uh, the show is going to begin with Extra Ocular and A Light Sleeper. Those mm-hmm. are two bands, uh, also featuring ladies who have played in Munga Pazza. Yes. Um, so the three of us may try and do some sort of interlude improvisation or something that'll be uh, three generations of yes. marching band or something like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Will we'll you march at the same time? I don't think so. Okay. I think we'll keep it simple, but maybe we should. <laughs> I'll bring. I'll, no I'll pressure. Bring like, do your thing. <laughs> yeah, no, we could, we, we could just, like, break all the liquor bottles or something. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we'll be doing some stuff off the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a new cover mashup that mm. I'm excited about. Yes. Uh, I've uh, I've just been really, um, I don't know, a, a lot of anger and negative emotions about our current political climate. Yeah. Um, so I decided I wanted to try and do this cover where I mashed up Living Colors, Cult of Personality. Oh my God! And Stereolab's Ping Pong. Um, so most people have heard Cult of Personality, mm-hmm. and, and it is about the title. I think it's really uh, apropos to our current president. Yeah. Um, like, oh, uh, there's a lyric. It's like, I, uh, I tell you, one and one makes three. I mean, it's just like, whoa. Oh yeah. um, and then the Stereolab song is about how we have uh, like a recession and then the economy gets boosted with a war and then there's a recession and then a recovery and then a war and it just kind of does this the cycle. cycle. Um, and Stereolab's like sort of really light and poppy. Okay. And uh, Living colors, really, <laughs> you know. Um, so it's a, it's a really nice Uh, juxtaposition juxtaposition yeah Yeah. and we're having fun with it so I think we'll probably play that too
0: that's gonna be so cool I'm really excited um so where can people I know people can find among other things your new album like links to your new album on your website can you tell
1: people where to find you online just in general oh yeah yeah totally um I need to update my website (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh but you can get there it's Um, we're also on facebook twitter instagram i made a what is it called the the little gif thing tiktok i think i made oh, a tiktok yeah, profile yeah. we'll see if i and there's a, something up there i know
0: <laughs> I'm starting to feel old because I don't know how to do. I've seen TikTok things, but I don't know how to
1: do it or how it works. I'm experimenting. It. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, okay, it's like I little 10 second it. videos, and I haven't really gotten. What, didn't we already have that I with Vine, Vine? And died then Vine died, and, and this and this is its successor. Oh okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I'm experimenting. I'll you know follow me on TikTok. I don't have any friends yet. Um <laughs> Uh, and then yes, yeah, Spotify, Apple Music, all that, all those awesome. annoying streaming things. Yeah, <sighs> yeah.
0: Um, well, excellent. Thank you so much. Um, go listen to um, it's Extraocular, A Light Sleeper, and Le Vic, um at Hungry Brain on on August eighth. Um, there's also like a Facebook event you can find um or go to the hungry Barn website or go to probably com. do you guys have an event listing there
1: not yet i need to update get it my together website. eleanor <laughs> dang it gosh um, darn we'll get it together it'll be fine
0: <laughs> um all right excellent uh very exciting uh thank you so much for being on the podcast i'm looking forward to hearing you guys
1: thank you for having me